Hey, Will. Welcome to another episode of Grumblings from the Cheap Seats. Hello. We're just waiting for Joe to co- to connect. Um, oh, here, here, here he comes. Wow, he's still got old school internet. Oh, he got the... I sent him a bunch of those AOL desks. Oh, did you? Oh, then he should be here. He should be here soon, as long as one of his kids don't pick up the phone, I guess. Wow, that's loud. That's... Do we got you, Joe? Are you there? Uh, hello. <laughs> hello there. I'm just hold on a second. I'm just checking my um my MySpace page. <laughs> so he, he climbed up to a water tower to get reception. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, folks. We have a soundboard now. And uh I think it will be overused today. I can promise you it's not going to get really old really fast. It won't. <laughs> it's the it's the morning zoo. <laughs> well, with with Wiener and the dog. Wiener, well, Wiener and the dog. Welcome, Will. Um, I think that it's important to note that Joe is a floating head right now over Moe's Tavern. <laughs> um, we will have a screenshot um, on. Do we have social? Do we like on MySpace? We'll put it on the MySpace page. <laughs> is that correct? Well, we're going to put it on. We're going to put it on my bulletin board. So, we'll, um, we'll share the link through ICQ. And MSN Messenger. Um, due to popular demand, um, I think we're bringing back an important feature today. Um, a lot, everything has background music now. So we, we've kind of like let Joe's career development slip. Um, I don't know what's happened in the meantime, but uh, we've, got some, uh, we've got some important news and uh, some new background music. Are we ready? So... Joe's made an important career career decision, a good career move. Um, it's not a glamorous job, but it's something that has to be done. But you know the person who has to go into the hotel room with that UV light and check for semen all over the, the mattresses and the sheets and stuff like that? That's that's Joe's new job. What's it called? What's the, what's the title of that job? You're asking me what the title is? <laughs> well, you do the job. Like, what does it say on your paycheck? Semen checker? No, it's um, it's a desperminator. Desperm. You actually oh. do the desperm. You don't just detect the sperm. You also desperminate. Well, you have to detect it first, right? So there's the. Uh, but yes, it's it's part. It's part of the overall um, desperminate cycle. Do you, you get to, do you get to wear gloves? Well, it's optional. But in these right. COVID times, you really should. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but but just to be clear, the non-COVID times, you don't wear gloves for the desperminate. Oh God, no! What? What? What am I? Some kind of Ukrainian? And, and 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 before <laughs> before we finish, what do you use for the desperminate? Well, it's a combination of gumption and uh, determination. Know-how, old school know-how, <laughs> old school know-how. Yeah. Whole, whole lot of elbow grease. Do you, yeah. Do you, do, do you use any kind of like special tricks, like? <laughs> no, I I use more. I, I know you won't have that sound, but I, I use more of the uh, the Oksana Bayul power. Oh, I forgot about Oksana Bayul. And you know what else we needed? We also needed, and now we've hit a new low. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that one. Well, there's more episodes. There are more maybe, episodes. Maybe. Yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not quite sure. All right. So uh, is there anything going on in sports? Is there something to talk about? I think, Will, you sent an agenda. I don't think I looked at it. Um, what so, are these? Um, what are these? What are these sports you speak of? 
I'm not sure. Um, baseball uh, lockout. You know what? We should talk about a baseball topic. What's uh, what's with uh, Rob Manfred, Manfred and firing uh, uh, Ken Rosenthal? What's up with that story? Like what? How? Like how stupid? Like I think it just took any any um, um, sympathy the owners may have had if they had any, and I, I think it just took it all away. Like what did what did he even do? Do you know the story? He, Rosenthal wrote an article. Now, here's what I, I think I understand, and I could be wrong. Like, Rosenthal has three jobs, right? He's in, he, he was an analyst on the MLB network. He writes for The Athletic, and he's still involved in spa, Fox Sports. Still is. Still is. He wrote an article, I believe, for The Athletic, which criticized the way that Manfred handled all the COVID crap last year. And so Rosenthal wasn't technically fired. His contract wasn't renewed this year. So is it a bad contract, look? Sorry, contract with who? With MLB? M- the MLB network, yeah. MLB network. So he's still, he's, MLB network is run by MLB. Manfred? Yeah, it's owned by, it's an MLB property. So realistically, I mean, if you were to look at this objectively, if you were the CEO of your company and one of your employees was basically questioning you and trashing you in a public forum, would <laughs> Was that well-timed? Perfectly timed. Why'd you cut it off? <laughs> let it go for the full two hours. All right, go ahead. Anyway, like it's people have been fired for saying stuff on Facebook about their bosses and their companies. So, you know, was Rosenthal's? Yeah, but that would be article, the same. That would be the same as as a. Would you be okay if um, somebody on the fan was fired for being critical of the Blue Jays, or critical of Rogers, or critical of Rogers? Which they do all the time, right? Yeah. You well, shouldn't. some some do. I, and, and no, I, yeah, I agree. Like I'm saying, I, I don't think it's so much about being fired. It's just they chose not to bring him back. Which, which is dumb for who, it, like, who, yeah. who is. Like, who is the guy that it, you know that if he if he tweets, oh, it's Rosenthal. feels about to get done. It's Rosenthal. It's, it's well, always would, Rosenthal. So you, yeah. he's the guy who you'd want. Yeah. You want that guy. No, it's it's a bad look for Manfred no matter what. It, it, it really is. It's a, it's a baby look. Um. I don't, it's not like Rosenthal could turn around and like sue MLB because I mean, he, to. He, well, he, and, and he wasn't fired. He just wasn't issued a new contract. Um, it really is. It's, it's, it's a juvenile take. I mean, Manfred should have a thicker skin uh, and, you know, I'm sure they'll hide behind other reasons on why they did it, but no, he, he's the, the best MLB insider and he no longer has a contract for MLB, but whatever. It's a win for the athletic and it's a win for Fox sports because now they've got more access to them. So, but, but I think the most important thing of all this is that this gives him more time to pursue his passion of being a bow tie fancy boy. Yes. He is definitely a bow tie aficionado. Yeah. yeah. A bow, a bow aficionado. Know, this, this just, maybe you remember this story or not. Like, I don't remember that. I may have this wrong. And so. the show has reached a new low. <laughs> Really? That's where you choose to... <laughs> you, you, you found it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you remember when Manfred 
or right before he became commissioner. Um, what I, I don't know if there was another guy, but wasn't it like Paul Beeston was not backing Manfred? No, I think Paul Beeston was taking a dump that was too long and it delayed the <laughs> meeting. No, but wasn't there something like he got he, he got shit like, oh, you backed the wrong guy? Yeah, I remember I, there being I, some it, kind of controversy about they, 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 it was Manfred and there was Beeston nominated. There was like a nomination meeting and Beeston nominated someone else. And and it was, was, it his, was it his cousin Ed? That was Beeston. That's what was, happened. It was he Beeston nominated Paul Godfrey. Yeah, I remember that. But why did he though? I thought he he, he, he didn't nominate Paul Godfrey. No, he no, but he didn't nominate Manfred, right? No, there was somebody else that he thought was better for it. And that's that's life. But it was unanimous for Manfred. Um outside of Beeston because that was the easy out. I think Beeston wanted somebody that was a little bit more interested in putting the the Blue Jays on American Network TV, which good for Beeston. Yeah, not not good for MLB, but good for Beeston. Anyway, who cares? Boring story. Let's move yeah. on. Well, let's the locket. We're talking about Manfred. I mean, like having a temper tantrum. I mean, I think I think today's rant is related to baseball. So should I should I just get right into it? Should I get well, right I, into I, it now? I guess so. Yeah, well, it seems, it seems you're in charge. <laughs> Am I in charge? I mean, you've already, you've already taken your pants off. I mean, the problem the problem here is that I've got two two different rant music. So, um, let's go with the new one. Yeah, go with the new one. It's easier to talk over. So, I don't know if you guys saw the story today. No, that's too loud, isn't it? That's way too loud. <laughs> the story today that Alex Anthopoulos wins the award for best Alex Anthopoulos. <laughs> <laughs> in the category of Alex Anthopoulos's. Like, who, how, how could he win uh, uh, the most influential Canadian in baseball? How many are there that are of any influence? Like, who could possibly win? Or is it, was it, can it, was it sports or was it baseball? baseball? Which one was it? It was it baseball. Like baseball. Yeah. Then who could have possibly won? Him or Far- Vado? Joey Vado or who's the guy in LA? Oh, he's not in LA anymore. Uh, what's his name? The guy who used to be the no. GM in, uh, for the Dodgers. Farheed, Farheed. Oh, Farheed Yeah, he could have. I got him. Like, like, what? What's the point of that award? What? what what's he going to do with it? Do you think he gives? Do you think he gives a shit about that award? Well, probably. Anthopolis. So? Yeah, why not? I, I mean, mean how many, what, it's how like, many it's he, like it's how like going to get? Every car wins the the Toyota Corolla uh, Ajax Award for the best Toyota Corolla in its class for the 2022 Toyota Corolla year. Is that what he That's what he won. In Ajax. In Ajax. Ajax, not Ajax, the Ajax Award. <laughs> there is yeah, no I, Ajax just, Award. I just want to say that oh. your your oh. your rant has lost steam very quickly. No, okay, okay, so fine. Well, if, if fine, let, let's let's pivot here a little bit. What if there was an Ajax pivot. Award for cars? What that's would a, be, that's what a would, sound. <laughs> that's a sound you gotta have. No. Pivot. But, but but seriously, like, what's the purpose of such awards? I don't understand why, why give those out. I, I even think that the... Um, Lou Marsh Award is is partially retarded. It's as well. It's, it's to give Canadian sports writers something to feel important. Like about. unemployed journalists, some yeah, place to go on yeah, Wednesday afternoon. It's 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 a reason for Damian Cox to be on the radio. That's what the Lou Marsh is for. The world is littered with useless awards, right? Like like if you just look in the corporate world, right? I don't know how many awards are you basically you pay this company and they say they give you an award, right? They say like. Oh, we were, you know, one of the top 500 companies in the country. Like, just well, by, the only... way, by, by the way, you're totally fading out like 
Yeah. Yeah. Back, to the, back, back to the future style. <laughs> you really are a ghost. Yeah. I assure you, I'm not a ghost. And, and a minute ago, you lifted up your hand, and there was like a fireball. I got a good screenshot of you just as uh, a yes. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're controlling the sun right now. No, this is this is my Hadouken. <laughs> I am Hadouken. harnessing the power. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, I understand. Side. I understand that all awards are, are are garbage. But like, let's be realistic here. Like, you know, I'm Canadian. I'm a proud Canadian. Blah blah blah. But winning the best Canadian in a thing that has like three Canadians in it is is irrelevant. I mean, frankly, like a lot of these, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, it's well, gonna be who's is a, he gonna win it every year forever well, now? Who won it last year? I don't know. Did it exist last year? I don't know exactly. Who won it last year? You know what, what's, gonna, uh, what's even uh, this this award called? But okay, you know, like I, I get I get where you're going with this, but you think Anthopolis even gives a shit about that's this? what I said before, and you guys both said, Yeah, it does. What? That's what you, you guys said. said. You, should, you just you said, said yeah, what? He likes McDonald's. <laughs> I did. What? I said I like before, do you think Anthopolis gives a shit about it? One of you said he, he probably does. I said, I, I said, yeah. I mean, whatever. Like it's an award. It's something that he'll put on his mantle. You think he will? I think he's gonna like. I no, think he's I, gonna like. But what What would you do? Would you just be like, I don't want it? No, but I'm sure he's not gonna show up. No, he's, I, he's not gonna collect it. He's probably gonna say, "Here, mail it here." Yeah, no, talk to my people. They'll 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 send it in the mail with some Saint Hubert coupons, and like that'll be. It, it, there, there won't be any award ceremony for this award that we didn't know existed until this afternoon. So, so, I mean, here, here's the Canadian Baseball Hall of Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. Top 100 most influential Canadians in baseball. Is that like every Canadian ever to play baseball? Probably. Tom Cheek's in there twice. Joey Votto's number one. Pat Gillick's number two. Then Paul Beeston, Larry Walker, Justin Morneau. Fergie Jenkins is number 12. Yeah, that's stupid. He should that be a lot higher it, up. Yeah. Paul, um, what's his name? Pat Gillick's not Canadian. No, he's not. Like, who the hell is Tom Valky Dash Prez? Tom Valky dash Prez. He's the president and CEO of baseball, the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. He put himself on the list. Yeah, he did. Right? Like, who else is on here? Paul Quant- Paul Quantrill. Why? Did he's he Canadian. play for the Blue Jays? He's, yeah, just, he's just a Canadian guy. Yeah. Jason, Jason Bay. Yeah. Ryan Dempster. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I this is a stupid list. You're a stupid list. I am a stupid list. I mean, and then it it goes, click here for the complete list. I clicked for the complete list and it says we couldn't find the page you're looking for. (laughs) This is either because this is a stupid thing that we've decided to take off our page or we hear you ranting about it. If I'm reading this correctly, this is like, is this just Bob Elliott makes up his own list? Elliott, is that the guy who sounds like this? Yeah, there's, I've, I've looked everywhere. There is no record of this being anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Founded by Cooperstown inductee Bob Elliott, the Canadian Baseball Network, a subscription is required for articles. Has been been compiling a list of the 100 most influential Canadians in baseball for 15 years. 15 years. So this is just who like one angry retired beat writer thinks is the most influential Canadian in baseball because he won the World Series. He didn't win the World Series. Like the players won the World Series. Anyway. Anyway, they, they <sighs> don't they have that uh, GM of the Year award anyway, which I'm sure he didn't win. 
Or did he win? He didn't win. Right? I, I think he did win. Get off, Get off my lawn. That should end my rants. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. And then there's the, the top Canadian baseball player, which is the Tip O'Neill Award, which is... Is it Joey um, Votto every year? Pr- pretty much. Like, I mean, at one point, there was that one guy who claimed, who, who's now, cla- I know technically he was born in Canada, but claiming uh, Vlad as a Canadian. Yeah, well, I, I think they should throw a curveball and give it to Vlad one year, see what happens. He would be like, okay. Ooh, what? Like, he, he would have no idea. Do you think yeah. he identifies as a Canadian at all? No, but he has Canadian citizenship. Sure, I'm sure that he's like kept his, no, if, uh, if, his if, passport up. When, when the World Baseball Classic happens again, he will not be playing first base for Canada. He'll be no. playing for the Dominican Republic. Correct, because yeah. they'll win. And Canada and, will Canada will be like, oh, they're just about to make it to the semifinals. Oh, they lost 20 to nothing. That's what happens every time. Anyway. Well, he identifies as Dominican. And, and I went to the World Baseball Classic like the first and year. Well, what, do you, what do you identify as? Uh, a sheep. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So listen. So, so listen. So you know. So you know who's never won GM of the year? Elvin from the Cosby Show. Yeah, he's who's not Tiger Woods, by the way. Your um, head's gone, by the way. Well, whatever. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah. So, buddy, uh, Anthopoulos has never won GM of the year. No, but uh, uh, Farhan Zaidi did for 2021 GM oh. of the Giants. Well, let's. How many years has Anthopoulos technically been a GM since In- 2000? But he, but he wasn't like he was in Toronto. He was the GM for what, like two, three years? No, more than that. No, he was uh, the GM as soon as as soon as uh, what's his face was left? Richardi. Richardi. Yeah. Yes. So that's like two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. So he was like there for eight years till till two thousand fifteen. So no, five years. Five years. Yeah. Okay, fifteen. 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 Sorry. And then he went to where did he go? L.A. Uh, well, not as a GM though. Just not as, as like a GM. A, as a, the assistant to a whatever. Yeah. And I think he was there for, he might have even taken like a year off. And then he's, he he's, he's been in Atlanta for two years. Yeah. So he's been the, like technically a GM for let's call it eight years. Yeah. And he had one good year in Toronto. No, he didn't have one good year in Toronto. He had one good two months in Toronto. Well, whatever, whatever. But I mean, like, it, like there were, that was a successful team for one year. For so two months, months. For either two way, two, two thousand nine. So from two thousand nine to two thousand. Yeah. So I mean, regardless of the year, right? I mean, if you if he was going to get a vote, it would be that year and that year only. That's right. Right. Oh, no, sorry, he did win. He won in twenty fifteen. So the twenty fifteen year, he won GM of the year. I mean, I think they shouldn't have, but anyway. Well, I don't know who else you can ask. Well, but like, he did. He 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 out GM'd everybody, whatever yeah. that year. Like he Yeah, he he took a five hundred team into the I ALCS guess. and he and he like made he, some he did a bunch of moves and got them in the play. I don't see what's I, I could have done. I could have done the same thing. Right yeah. Like it's like like listen. in hindsight, like listen. knowing what he did, you could do exactly listen. what he did. Yeah. Listen, I think I, I, think I could we, do that too. I think we we Kijiji GM'd our soul, slow pitch team just as well as Alice Anthopoulos GM day. That is true. We did have some quality free agents. We did have some quality. We, they were good. So, They're just so you know picks. what's funny. Yeah. It looks like there's competing GM of the year awards. So there's one, the Sporting News GM of the year, and that's the one he won. But the same year, the Baseball America Award winner uh, GM of the year was Sandy Alderson. 
Same year, 2015 for the Mets. Is that an AL and an NL one or different? No, it's, it's two different like publishers. I don't know which one would hold more yeah. credibility. And weren't the Mets bad? Yeah, if there's not an AL or NL, it's like it's a baseball award because there's there's years where the AL one and years where the NL one. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. I, I, yeah. I guess the point I'm trying to say is like, which you said before is awards are bullshit. Who cares? Yeah. Except if I win one, then they're. Well, because you could have done the same job he did. I'm better. It's, it's in better, retrospect. Yeah. <clears throat> it's true. In, in, in all specs. Would have signed David Price to a 30-year contract. For sure I would have. Um, you know what? I found the agenda that you wrote, Will. So let's, uh, let's get back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we talked about the MLB lockout. Uh, Olympic hockey. Like, I mean, why did I read properly that Batman is now saying, why don't we do the Olympics in the summer? Why don't no. we do hockey? Put hockey in the Summer Olympics. Players asked him to do that. No, 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 no. I read about this. So he's he's actually asked for for uh, decades for this. Like going back to the nineties, he he asked the Olympic Committee if they could move it to the summer, and they've been saying no every year. And and it's I don't know if it's interesting, but hockey was actually originally in the Summer Olympics. Was it really? Yeah, but switched out. But a long time ago, I think it switched out in the 30s or something. I don't. I can't remember. It's a long time ago. But this is not something out of the blue. Like apparently, he's been asked. And and to be honest, I, I why not? It makes sense. It would sure. be in the in the hockey off season. It doesn't affect. Like I'm for anything that doesn't affect the regular season. That's what basketball does, right? Yeah, because this this. That's well, right. it's funny because basketball is a winter, winter sport. sport yeah. yeah, but it's played in the summer, so I don't. Know. But anyway, like. It, isn't it pretty much the marquee um, event of the Olympics, aside from figure skating? Like, what? Are, of, I mean, of the Winter Olympics. Like, what's, yeah. what are the big events of Winter Olympics? Because Winter Olympics are a fraction of the Summer Olympics. Yeah, yeah, but Winter. Well, I mean, it's just preference. For me, Winter Olympics are a lot more fun to watch. Um, yeah, there, yeah there, but I'm talking about there's like, less to do. Yes, there's less to do. Um, yeah, I, I think if you were to do a top five in any order, there's skating and we'll just classify it as skating. sorry we have it we have an audience we're just gone live don't worry keep going <laughs> it sounds like it's raining hey, no do, do we have an audience or people waiting to see a movie like that's just, like it sounds like know. a lineup we, we have an audience keep going keep going oh, we, yeah disappointed okay. in the crowd yeah <laughs> no <laughs> okay i'm sorry yeah, like the po- the power has gone straight to your head. <laughs> the um, skating, hockey, skiing, snowboarding's a big thing now. And, and I, I guess, like, if you were to break it down into all the different skiing categories, I'm just generalizing. And that's probably, I mean, curling's niche. But yeah. Well, yeah, car, hockey's I, definitely marquee. Yeah, but but I say like I I don't fault Bedman. I think it's a good idea. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um. And and uh, we talked about it a little while ago, and I think I was the only one. So I said I don't really give a shit about Olympic hockey, but uh, you guys do, right? So I don't want to. Yeah, no, I like it. I don't, don't want to crap on that, but it's it's not the be all and end all for yeah, me. But then I, what, what would be the winter mar- because so the Summer Olympics already has um, their marquee sport would be the. <laughs> which is, I think, hilarious, but the 100-meter dash, which is, like, over in 
eight seconds, seconds now, yeah. you know, less than 10 seconds, but yeah. that's their marquee event. Um, what would the Winter Olympics marquee event be with hockey gone? Figure skating. Figure skating and skiing. Or would they keep women's hockey? Maybe. That wouldn't make sense. Though. It wouldn't make sense, but maybe because the IOC doesn't make they sense. Could, they could bring uh, Rangette in. They could. Lacrosse, you mean? They could, they no, could, they could play. Rangette. They, Rangette's on ice. They could play pond oh. hockey. Yeah. They could, they could play air hockey. Air hockey. We're just bringing ski ball. I mean, I think that those sledge hockey players should be like in, in the regular Olympics. Like, that's a pretty tough sport. I don't know why. Like, like <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. Well, all right. So, so yeah. So, I, I, the, the funny thing is, so Canada, like everybody's still t- setting a hockey team, right? Like, they have those backup hockey players, like all the non NHL players are still going. Yep. Wasn't there talk about, or was it just a, some journalist who said, send the juniors to the Olympics? Is that a real thing? Yeah, but that's not happening. It's not happening. There, there, there's junior players going. Um, basically, anybody that's not on a pro contract can go. So that's what it was. Some some NHL players apparently said, "Like, can we just retire and then resign?" So, and then and, resign. Yeah, and owners are saying, "Why the hell would we do that?" Yeah, why? Yeah, but it, the thing of this thing is like, why the why hell are would you the deep? players want to do that? Yeah, like why that's insane. <laughs> right? Because yeah. imagine you do that, you get injured, and that's it. Like you've yeah, just they're like, they're your like, career. Yeah, you, you blow out your knee and it's, no, well, we're not going to resign you. Like, clearly, I don't understand. That's basically what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they should like, play that, too. The owner should just call them and play that on, on their on their voicemail. A lot of it's, a lot of it's stupid. I, I get that you want to go. I, I, it's very, especially the Canadians and the Americans, it is a big deal. But it's not smart. It's not smart this year. And, yeah, it's... One of the one of the first people to commit is the is Owen Power, the number one pick last year, and he's playing in Boston College, and he was on the World Junior teams. He's going. Um, there's retreads that didn't get NHL contracts, like Devin Dubnik is probably going to be the goaltender now. Um, they're saying Josh Hosang could go. Well, he doesn't have a contract. Well, he's he's on an AHL contract, so he can do whatever he wants. The Marley, yeah. there, there's there's no AHL restrictions. Yeah, so so I mean, at the end of the day, those guys can get just as screwed as the NHL players. They can yeah, get stuck there for five weeks. And if, mm-hmm. so, if the Leafs have a guy in the AHL who's not on an NHL contract, he can go. Mm-hmm. But don't the Leafs yeah. still own that player? Can't they tell no. him, "No, we don't no. want you to go." No, he's on an AHL. The only thing that could happen is if the AHL decides. Yeah, but the the Leafs could call up and say, "You're you can go, but we do not want you to go." They could say that. Yeah, but they I could say they whatever. Yeah, they can say whatever they want. But, but, but like, see, I mean, I look, think... look, if I was, if sorry, but if I was an AHL player and like I'm trying to get to the NHL and my NHL team says like, wait, I don't think you should go. And I was like fringe because I'm not even on an NHL contract. I would say, okay, okay, boss, I'm not going to go. Or, yeah, but, or but you, but you understand. Go... No, but you understand that this isn't about not letting players go. This is about the NHL season. The NHL schedule has been compromised. I yeah. get it. I get it. Right. But, so like, it has nothing to do with like saying players. You, so, so if the AHL guys want to go, why would the Leafs give a shit? Like, because oh. they because they keep they, they need a lot of players because the players keep going on this protocol. No, they they, they can find guys. They got they got. There's ECHL players. There's all kinds of guys. And I, I, and but, but for Josh Hosang, the thing is like Josh Hosang's in a weird position. The Leafs can't use him. Right. The only way that they could use him is if they sign him to an NHL contract and that's going to take cap space, which, which is also most of the Marlies. 
Most of yeah. the Marlins are not on two-way contracts. So, right? like, you, so it's not even like you can, that's not what it's, a lot of teams are having trouble with, right? These guys go on COVID protocol. It's not like you can call up a guy because when they go on COVID protocol, they still count against the cap. They're not on yeah. injured reserve. Like it's, it's all, I think they're bringing back the taxi squad thing. So they, they have, they have. Yeah. So yeah. that'll help. Um, but anyway, yeah. So there's a bunch of AHL players that can't even go now. Like if you got one of these fringe guys who do have a two-way contract. Yeah. I could see your point. Maybe the, the, an NHL team says, don't go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Because I mean, he, he could be used, but it's like, if I'm Hosang and you know, if I'm just playing in the AHL and I'm playing well in the AHL and I've got a chance to go play on an Olympic team and, and get a bit of spotlight and maybe increase my chances of getting an NHL contract. I'm going to go. And if the Leafs call me and say, I don't want you to go, I'm going to say, well, then give me an NHL contract. And do you think, and then it, when, when, when uh, Hosang's there and scores the winning goal, do you think Brad Marchant is going to be like watching the TV, just like one tier rolling A down single down. tier. And then, and then tier. he comes back and the Leafs give him an NHL contract. So Marchant licks his face. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, anyway. that is the official welcome to the NHL. It is. Yeah. Getting yeah. a Marchant lick. Yeah. So in, a, in other, uh, in other uh, Leafs news, so the Leafs wave Richie. I don't think that was a surprise. He I think it was a... He didn't I think he, last game? I, uh, I don't know if he played last game. He didn't. He did. Saturday. He did, he did yeah. play. I thought um, it was Saturday. Oh, last Saturday, I think he was benched or something. Yeah, well, yeah. He's, been, he's been in and out. Um, no, he's played every game. That was the first, his first benching was... Was it? Was Saturday, yeah, which is significant, and then he was released. But he wasn't waiver. released; he was waived. All that means is that they could send him down without having Fine. to clear waivers. So he's still on the team. Yeah, but yeah. the thing I didn't understand is he still has an NHL contract, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the way it works, right, is if you want to send a guy down, they have to clear waivers, right? So that means he's exposed. Any team can make a claim. I get and take it, him, right? If so they don't then, take him. Is he is he off the cap? So then, no, he's still on the team. They are they're free to send him up and down, but if they send him down, they only save something like 1.1 million off the cap. Yeah. There's a max. It's like I think it's the league minimum plus 300,000. So I think league minimum is like what 750 something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They said so, they'll, they'll they'll have 1.1 million in cap space. Yeah. So, it's so that's well, it's that's, something. that's big for a team that has no cap space. Oh well, I guess 1.1 million with like half a season gone is not bad if you're going to well, get somebody in the last third of the season or something. It, it and and you, you know what? And the other thing, sorry, the other thing is that whatever, he goes up and down, but come playoff time, you you can bring him up. There's no there's no cap anymore in the yeah. in the playoffs, right? So you've got a body if you if you need a player. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, sometimes the shittiest players in the regular season sometimes just find another or, gear in or, the playoffs. Or, or they could or Mitch Marner. Okay, yeah, true. <laughs> should wave Mitch Marner. I should. I like, think um, like wave at him. Yeah, while he's lying on the ice, hurt. Yeah. I think this is going to be a not a long episode. There's not really much sports to talk about. There really I wasn't. I there's there's tons of room for bullshit. Well, like but... I, you know, I just I want to like I know I'm not the one who's supposed to do the rants, and I think I did this one already a few weeks back. But the NHL schedule is such a piece of garbage. It just yeah, well. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm honored that I get this on. <laughs> I can't, I can't, and obviously I'm I'm complaining about it from it from a Leafs perspective, but their schedule is ridiculous. Like the fact that the schedule is unbalanced, right? So that they don't play equal amount of team uh, games against their own division makes no sense. Like because division matters in the playoffs, right? And and 
the Leafs are going to get screwed this year because they, they're either you either finish first in the division or you're playing Florida or Tampa, which is insane. Like those are three, yeah, like the three top teams in the conference yeah. going. Like one of them are going to be out in the first round. Yeah. Like Florida or Tampa or Toronto are going to be out in the first round. Yeah, no, it doesn't, right? it's, it's it's stupid, and I don't like the they're they're adjusting schedules further to compensate for the Ontario teams not having anybody in attendance. Why are they compensating that? Like, what because, are they doing? Because MLSE is crying, saying, well, we're not going to make any money on our home games. Can we move it around and have our home games later? Oh, I see. And, and, and it's just, and it's just like, it, yeah, like there, there needs to be a contingency plan for this. They'll have fans yeah. back. Um, that, it, well, I don't think it'll be that long. No, but it's not even the fans. Like, the part like that's nuts is that, okay, we're what? We're, we're in... Uh, you know, we're in January. The Leafs have not played Florida yet in yeah. their own division. Do you know when they play them first? The first game against Florida? End of March. Yeah. Like, that's stupidity, right? Like, the team that they're in direct competition with. But they've managed to play Vegas twice. Yeah. Edmonton twice. Right? Dynamo. Like, they've played Chicago twice. Like, this, I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, Schedule makes I don't no know, sense. I don't know if that, what it's like for other teams, you know? Um, sure, it's just as it, dumb. Yeah. But it's just crazy, you know, and, and again, they play Florida, I think, three times, but they play uh, Boston four times, right? Like, you should be playing, I don't know, whatever. Like, if it was up to me, I'd do away with the divisions, just have two conferences. Like, I, I don't, well, the divisions make no sense. We've said the same thing about baseball. Um, so, but I want to, let's get, let's do the other thing later, but um, Edmonton, what's going on? Is this the same thing every year? Is it like a repeat story every year? Well, they do well for the first me, couple months? You tell me what Edmonton did that made you think, okay, this is the year. Well, they so had a very good start to the season like as they okay. do every year. They're a decent team, but what did they do that's, that's going to address the problems they've been having for, for the whole McDavid era? They, they signed, uh, what's his face? Zach Hyman to a billion dollars? Yeah. Yeah, because that was their problem. Yeah. No, they need a goaltender. They they all they've always needed a goaltender, and then they went and spent a bunch of money on Duncan Keith. Well, they didn't it's, spend it. They didn't go to. They traded for him, right? But like, then they extended a, him. No, they did just, they? Yeah, no, they gave I him think two, that was just his existing contract. What would you, they gave what him. Would they, you, what, he had, he had one year, call? and they they gave him two more years. What would your mother-in-law call Duncan Keith? <laughs> I'm just thinking. Oh. I'm just thinking of Spacey Keith. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Spacey Keith. <laughs> yeah. She'd probably call him Brad Marchand. Yeah. <laughs> right? anyway. but, like, I'm just saying, like, like if, if just, you know, super high level, the team needs defense and a goalie. They got they a did nothing. But that, he's not the kind of defenseman they need. They, they didn't need this broken Duncan Keith. Like, he's not what he used to be. Right? It, it, my point is, is that there's, I, I'm not surprised. I think they're performing pretty much where they would land. Like they're they're gonna win some more games and they'll probably make the playoffs, but they're like a a medium team. They're not a top a top team in the conference. So anyway, I'm not trashing them. I'm just saying they didn't do anything to address their issues. Yeah, no, goaltending has always, always, always been an issue. Since since uh, who was their goalie in the in the nineties after uh, after Grand Fear? Um. Ranford? Ranford? Well, they had, well, I mean, not, yeah, but Ranford was awesome. I know. Since him. Who have they had but, since him? Well, Cujo. Cujo brought them to the finals. 
Yeah, okay, the, but he was he, that was post Leafs, right? No, pre Leafs. He played for Edmonton before the Oh, he came to Toronto from Edmonton? Yeah. Yeah. When did he come to Toronto? When? Yeah. In ninety eight. He played there. In Yeah, he was in he was in Edmonton. Wasn't he the guy who brought them to the finals? And no. then you look it up while we keep talking. Yeah, go. Cool. Well, go ahead. Look it up. Um, I don't know, maybe. But while while you're looking that up, um, are the Leafs fans the worst in the NHL? Yes, yes, they are. The Leafs fans are the to hockey what the Yankees fans are to baseball, and and the Patriots Patriots fans are to football. Um, yeah. It, what I wrote about that, and we talked about it in the chat, is I mean, whatever. Like, all, and Joe said, all fans are stupid, and and you're not wrong. It's just there seems to be this thing, and you see it with Jays too. With, with, I was just gonna say that. Why don't we you, trade uh, Kirk for uh, for your for Jose Ramirez? Yeah. yeah, Kirk for Jose Ramirez, straight up. Yeah, it's it's like you know, I got into a Twitter debate with a couple of people. And they were reasonable, but um, Arizona apparently is going to start. They're going to put Jacob Chick- Chikrin out for trade feelers. And Jacob Chikrin is really, really, really good. And he's 23 years old. Um, he's a top two defenseman. He plays heavy minutes. And he's got a contract through... I think 2025 at 4.5 million, uh-huh. right? He, he's an ideal trade candidate. And so I think it was Tim, Tim and friends put out the, the rumor that Arizona was looking to move him, and said, what would you want your team to give up for him? And this one guy posted, you know, I would do Justin Hall and a first with a conditional second. Oh, I saw that one, yeah. And if we really had to, I might include Robertson, but no more than that. And it's as much of a trash team as Arizona is, A, they wouldn't take that deal, and B, there are going to be 30 offers that are better. Yeah, easily. And it's just, there. there's this consension around Toronto fans that, and Yankee fans and Patriot fans that any team should feel privileged to take our crap. Yeah, but it's the, but, the, but then I don't even see concession. Like even to take it back to the Blue Jays, when a guy like Pilar leaves and becomes basically you know half in half out of the game, or Ryan Gomez is out of the game, but they were MVPs in Toronto. And you should be able to get everybody should covet these guys. Nobody exactly. goes back and nobody goes back and concedes. It's just you know exactly. I, I think I. I'm not like everything you're saying, people say, but every sports team, every sports fans of every team says that. There's nothing unique about Toronto. I, I, it's just that I, you're I, not I, listening to Calgary Sports Radio or you're I not actually, listening. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying like if you go around and look at like um, the, the Oilers Reddit thread after a game, like they're all a bunch of yahoos there too. Like there's. No, but that's just Edmonton. I'm just throwing out anything. Like, like I remember getting into arguments years ago with, with, uh, Senators fans like that; those were some of the dumbest people I ever dealt with, and Flyers fans are insane. 
like you go you go to to philadelphia you're a superstar you leave there you're the garbagiest player yeah, in the yeah. league right like it's it's there's garbage players there's garbage fans okay sorry it's not about garbage fans it's like stupid fans so yes there yeah. are stupid fans here and they seem to all want to be call-in radio people right i, but, I think but i've the... talked to a lot of like there's really kind of three kinds of leaf fans right there's the defeated ones who think like they just they're just terrible and they're always going to be terrible and whatever right and then there's the the leaf fan who pretends to be a leaf fan but really hates the team right and then there's the delusional ones right that you're talking about you know and I, and i think that's true of all teams i think that the i think that raptors fans are relatively realistic about who they can get and what their players are and stuff like that. i think they're the most realistic <laughs> Yeah, because they know nobody comes here. Exactly, like, but they say it though. They're they accept it, and and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's Oakland in baseball, and those fans know that just everybody's going to get good and leave. And the two fans in Tampa believe that it's just what I see here. And yeah, I of course, the, the two fans in Tampa don't believe that they they forget right after the game. Like, yeah. they're, they're senile, and, and and of course it's biased because yeah, like I, I I'm not living in Edmonton Twitter. But it, they just I think they just got Twitter in Edmonton, actually. They just got high speed internet. It's called it's called Twatter. Twatter. <laughs> um it, it's just it's the over evaluation of prospects. And it's it's like everybody in Toronto is either a prospect nerd and prospects can't be traded, they're too valuable, or that we should just be able to get any player we want for any prospect because that's how things work. And, so, you know, it was, it was the Jose Barrios deal. People were freaking out about Austin Martin being traded for Jose Barrios. And it's Minnesota's already shopping Austin Martin because they need pitching help. Yeah. What was that? What was that? Uh, was that a joke that Twitter thread where they were like, they're shopping Austin Martin for a pitcher. The description was basically Jose Bar- Barrios. Like yeah, yeah, them. it's and then it's like okay, well, let's offer them stripling and get the yeah. kid back because yeah. it, it, it's it, prospects are nothing until there's something. That's and, baseball's okay. different though. Baseball's much no, but, much but even 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 in hockey, like this guy said in in this, is, he's like, I wouldn't include I wouldn't include Robertson. It's like Robertson isn't anything right now, and Robertson is routinely hurt, and when Robertson's healthy, he can't make this team. So why are you worried about Robertson? So and, and then he's but, well, but he's like, but I wouldn't trade Sandine. I'm like, you wouldn't trade Sandine for a player who is a year older with much higher pedigree and helps you win now. Why yeah, wouldn't you? You're you're picking on one Yahoo, right? Like, no, but, this, but like there, that there, guy does not represent. There, there was a fans. I a have no time. Record. I have no time for these Yahoos. Is that yes. what you said? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but no. I, like I got, I'll tell you, I'm I'm very active on a leaf sport that's pretty popular. Are you and, still? And, yeah, the same one and from a long time ago. The same one. Yeah, yeah. And and are, are you like are, an owner now? I'm uh, not an owner. No. Do they have? Um, are you are you a moderator? I am. You've been a moderator and, for, but a long I don't, time. I don't, I don't flex that muscle. You don't, you don't moderate. Much. Not much, no. <laughs> but and I'm not as active as I used to be. Like back, at, like in the you know, the early 2000s and the, the playoff years. Like, yeah, that was, I lived and died on that place. But, yeah, I was on there with you then. What's it yeah. called again? 
Uh, now it's called TML fans, but back oh, then right. it was yeah. called penalty box. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Um, Brought you by Sent you back. Save all. Anyway, but I was just like, there's a large group of fans there, and I, like, uh, like just say out of ten, there's one guy who does the crazy trade ideas. There's one guy who says the team is horrific, and then the other eight, you have decent, normal discussions with them. Players up, players down. Like, it, like uh, this guy is not good. This guy's like decent analysis. So I, I'm just saying, I've I've been in a lot of Leafs, Leafdom for quite a few years, and. I don't think that guy that you're saying is the typical Leaf fan, delusional Leaf. But his his handle Super Leafs fan zero 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 one seven six. Well, you didn't say that. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> hey guys, hey guys, you want to take a you want to take a joke break before we go on to the next subject? Let's That's see how this goes. Yeah, I don't know it, what this is. Th- this is courtesy of Harrison. You may have heard this, Joe. Harrison is my eight year old son. What do you call What do you call a fish with no eyes? Dinner. That's right. <laughs> oh, right. by the way, I, I I just just totally glossing over that horrific joke. Um, the Curtis Joseph thing I forgot to say. So he he was in Edmonton for three years from ninety six to yeah. ninety eight, and he went to the uh, second round. Yeah, he went to the second round, but he 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 was big for them. Like he, I think he played over seventy games a season. But I, I mixed up the years. They went to the finals in 06. And that was the Dwayne Rollison yeah. um, goalie year. Right? Was that the same time where who was that guy who played for them who bolted because his wife didn't like it there? Was that the same Pronger. season? Pronger, yeah, yeah. Like right in the middle of his contract. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. really just wanted to use that sound. That's the only you know what's funny Pronger. about Pronger is that he was like one of like the dirtiest, nastiest play. Like he was awesome, right? Like we Buddy went to him here. Well, everybody, I think everybody wanted him. Like he, everywhere he went, he took his teams to the finals, right? Um, but but he was dirty. Like just he was just a dirty, dirty player. And then he retires. And then what is he? He's like part of the disciplinary committee for the for the league. You know, oh, yeah. And, well, well, wasn't wasn't George Parrish like? He's still, the, yeah, he still he, is. Yeah, yeah, and and he made his career beating people up. Yeah, like, but <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but the funny thing is with um, with with Pronger is I think he he never officially retired. He just yeah, stopped I, playing. I would do they, the same. He no, kept, I think no he did, but he, he got he did recently when his contract yeah, ran out. When his contract, when his contract was contract over, ran. yeah, yeah, right. But I'm saying that, but he was working for the NHL. Like so, how shady? How shady is that? I know, like, but you're telling me you wouldn't do the same. I would okay. retire. I'd keep taking the money. Yeah, I'd, I'd take the money. And if I got a side job, I got a side job. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's, I, I guess part of it is just how ridiculous the. But what's really the important, end. the last three years, he was taking that money from Phoenix. That's right. Yeah. Well, so, I think, does it, isn't that where everybody, every contract yeah. goes to Phoenix to die? I feel like Pavel Datsuk is still being paid by Phoenix. <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. And, and, and Hendrik Zetterberg. Hey, guys, I, got, I have a new. I have, I apologize in advance. I have a new um, Saint Hubert slogan. Instead of "C'est bon," we say Saint Hubert. <laughs> Good. Not as catchy, but it's accurate. Also, name that baseball player. <laughs> who who does that after a swing? Is that is that a Vladdy or is that a is that a Kirk? That's a Kirk. Like rounding first base. 
I think yeah. that's that's him, him all around the bases. Yeah, yeah. You need we we need one where it's like a, a storm cloud. They, they call him the crop duster. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like a tractor that's backfiring. When, when he's being waved around third base, it's more of a wafting of the like standing <laughs> waves. <laughs> just yeah. go, just go. They're, just go. <laughs> they're like, they're like, why'd you go home? I didn't wave you home. He was like, you were waving your arms and such. I was about oh, to do an accent. Oh, Coach, Seco, an accent? Coach said, go fast. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Why didn't you hold him at third base? <laughs> he just farted. <laughs> have you to stand there? Have you, have you just, smelled, I'm lucky to be alive. <laughs> have you smelled that sweaty little bastard? Yeah. Who's the third base coach? Smells like chicken skin. I don't know. It's like, um, um, Ronald Vera. Gomez. Ronald Gomez. I think it would have been funnier if DeMarlo was the third base coach. <laughs> My God, Kirk. Because <laughs> that ain't natural. That ain't that natural. Ain't good. <laughs> You are rotten from the inside. <laughs> I want to hear how how Gibby would have would have described Kirk. He's a little, uh, he's a little, he's a little round. <laughs> oh, but even who was it? Was it was it um, one of the G? Like I don't remember if it was um, Atkins or the or one of them. Shapiro basically said, "I thought he was the Bat Boy." Really? Yeah, you don't remember? Like one of them said that because I didn't know that he was one of the players. I, I said, <laughs> "Who's that guy?" And he's like. It's like, is that my pizza arriving? Like, is he delivering? He's eating my, hey, that guy's eating my pizza. <laughs> and, a, and a chimichanga. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is chimichanga a thing? It's just yeah. a thing. All right, back on track. Yeah. Um, worst Leafs trades of all time. Okay, so um, well, how did we decide to do this? Joe, you're going to list them off? Joe's got a top I've got, fiver. I've got a list, but if, if you feel that you, you wanted to, you, you wanted to have a hot take first. Gilmore trade. You think is the worst trade? That's the best one. But I said worst. We're we doing just worst said trades. worst trade of all time. You just you even just acknowledged we're going to do the worst <laughs> least trades of all time. I said the Gilmore trade. <laughs> I stand by it. Are you uh, talking about I don't this? like that Steve Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Steve like, Sullivan. So which one? The one where they brought him? The one where they traded him out? Or the one where they brought him back? Well, the one where they traded him out was actually bad, wasn't it? Steve Sullivan it was, was actually fine. a good trade. It was yeah. they got they got Steve Sullivan, uh, Jason Smith, and another but player. That's I where think they Alan got McCauley. Okay, so they that got, one was good. But how? Well, I don't even remember. Did he sign as a free agent at the end? No, or no, no. He... They, no. He got they traded no like a sixth round pick, and he played to one. Trade, and he played, he played one shift, one shift. One like shift. Six, six seconds. Yeah. yeah, he he got on. He was like, "Oh my groin." <laughs> I, 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 I think they played this over this loudspeaker. <laughs> but okay, honestly, like in all seriousness, when he got hurt, if they had played that, you would have started. That would have been the best. That would have been like <laughs> kudos to the to the sound guy. Everyone would have been. We, we would have been at peace with it. Why did you have that ready? I would have asked. <laughs> That's all I want to know. He goes, "I always have it ready." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I've wanted to play it for a long time. He's like, oh, we're going to play this one. Let's see what this one is. That's just, that's, that other one's better. Am I, am that's I better if they're playing that as he's falling. Am I abusing the soundboard? Slightly. Very much so, yeah. 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 All right. But hey, it's a new toy. Yeah. I have a rain ambiance. I've got street ambiance. Well, I've got a car I, interior ambiance, night ambiance. I'd say, much like probably the early episodes, uh, you just haven't found your stride yet. 
I yeah. haven't. Yeah, there's it, a learning, there's a learning curve board. here. But you'll uh, get there. It'll be a powerful tool that will be the uh, fourth member of this team. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> you, you need that thing. What was that thing that Bart had that with the button? Like, shut up, shut up, shut, shut up. up. Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So uh, go ahead. List the traits. Okay. Uh, and, and we can, like, do some critical analysis of these things or whatever, right? or just yell at them. But I, I would, a lot of these, like, I'm not going to go back to, like, the 60s, 70s, early 80s, or whatever. Like, I definitely have an era that I'm following here. But you're not worried about of, the Doc McGilligutty for Slappy Johansson? Well, like, like I'll tell Slappy yeah. White. Slappy White. He played baseball, too. He played hockey as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gump Worsley for, uh, yeah. For like a bag of donuts or whatever it was back, back uh, in Tim, the day. Tim, Left Tim, Tim Horton. Yeah. Lefty. Yeah. So, like, like Lefty off the McGraw. bat. Yeah. Exactly. Lefty. One eyed. <laughs> One-eyed, one-eyed Billy. Hey, there was a one-eyed. What was his name again? He played for the Leafs. Oh, Brian Yeah, one-eyed Brian. You know, I tell you a story. Like, it's not really a story, but but I remember like everybody was behind him. You know, like when he he bolted. He bolted. Yeah. And yeah, he recovers, and he's like, "Oh well, fuck you, muff." Yeah, mafangu, and he goes to like New York, right? And and anyway, he ended up playing a few more. Where's the gabagool? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I'm not sure quite why he did that, but but I tell you, okay, so like I could tell you, Daryl Sittler is not on this list, right? Because I don't care, right? But uh, I kind of ranked that. So wasn't he wasn't he like run out of town though? But kind of by Harold Sittler. Oh, it probably. I think that was Lanny McDonald. Oh right, okay. Um, but again, I I don't know. But I'm Ballard sure was the, Ballard was still the owner until like the nineties, right? There, yeah, there yeah. was a, there was a Sittler thing with Ballard for sure. Was there? Yeah, there yeah, yeah I don't sure there was. I yeah. want to read a book about this whole. Like, I don't really get the whole Ballard thing. I, I think I think there was one with Rick Vive too. Who like, who they, was the yeah. owner during the Stanley and Cup Dave, years? And Dave Keon was the big one. Who, who, um, when did Ballard become the owner? Was it Con Smythe at that time? I think Pun, so. Punch Imlach. No, the owner of the team. Well, Punch Imlach owned it for a little while, didn't he? Did he? No, I think he was the coach. Was he the coach? So Ballard yeah. didn't own the team when they were winning in the 60s? I think I don't I think he may have been around and then he had some kind of shady way he took over the team. There was something shifty about what he did or or um there was a coup. Something like that. I like think it's he, pronounced he, coop. He, he, yeah. Stole he, it, stole the reins from Tugboat Williams. Yeah, and, and kind of the same way uh Stavros uh ended up owning the team. He said he said, listen, boy, yeah. <laughs> I own yeah. the team now. <laughs> Yeah. Get out of here, tugboat. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody sounded like. <laughs> they all wore bowler hats. Yeah. He goes, listen here, see? Is it you, Sarah Patel? They all had, like, you know, it was the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> they all had newspapers rolled under their arms. Yeah. yeah. Extra, extra. You order for the Leafs. <laughs> it's in the papers. Yeah. But, then, but then there was Steve Stavro, who, I mean, he had good teams, but he was, people didn't like him either, right? Yeah, he he was, yeah because he was using the team to bankroll his life. What, and his, then, his, his bread store, or what was it, Knob Hill Farms? Knob Hill Farms, he was going bankrupt, mm-hmm. and um, he was, yeah, he was using the team to, to lift up his own thing, and that's why. Um, but did they have a Knob Hill Farms concession at the, at the arena? They did, yeah. 
you can get, uh, get, yeah, you can get fresh feta. produce. Yeah, <laughs> get yourself some fresh cut deli meats. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, hey, where's my produce? Could you imagine? If, listen, if we have, if there was enough farms and we went to games as kids, we would have a piece of bread and a block of feta. <laughs> yeah, and some, but it and wouldn't some be more from, It wouldn't be bought from the Nobel farms. It would have been brought from home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but because um, the one thing like I always be annoyed with Stavros is that uh, Gretzky was going to sign with the Leafs. They had a contract like they they had a contract written up and he rejected it. Why? He couldn't, af- he couldn't afford it. Oh. He was saying, I need the money. <clears throat> oh, that's and then what that's, the problem was. Yeah. And then and then um, and then Gretzky went and signed with um, uh, the Rangers. Oh, the Rangers. No, no, no. Right. Yeah. He went and signed with the Rangers. Right. I mean, even if you look at the end of Gretzky's career, but he was still putting up 90 points a year. Oh, well, then wasn't there. The Leafs would have had Gretzky. They weren't going to trade anything. It was Gretzky. They would have had Gretzky, Sundin, and Gilmore, which was insane. Wasn't there something about there was a trade with New York and Caberlet was on the table and Quinn didn't want to trade Caberlet? Thomas Caberlet. No, no, no. That's a different, like, no, there was, um, no, no. It was a bigger story. There was there was the whole like when Lindros was it Lindros left, when Lindros left the um, the Flyers, right? Um, there was a trade. There was all the, there was a whole thing. The way I remember it, it was, it was a whole thing worked out. It was like um, they were going to actually trade Sundin. So like Sundin was going to go to L.A. for Rob Blake, right? They got, but then they got, but then they were going to get steps. Lindros, yeah. And then they were going to get Lindros. And I think it was, uh, I forget who they wanted. I think they wanted Caberlet and Quinn said no. They, they offered, I don't know what else instead. I, I can't remember or if it's the other way around. They offered Caberlet because, but they didn't want to let somebody else go. I can't remember who right. it was. But to be honest, I, I mean, I'm glad that didn't happen, right? Because like if they, like, I, I'm not going to lie. My favorite player all time is Sundin, right? Like if so they traded him to, to LA. Ah, uh, the is ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the hall of fame of, of commercials right that can, one and the uh rob alomar catch the tape can, can we can, can we confirm was matt sundin's full name matthew 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 is that what it is yeah no. or is it matthew yeah, you, you just made that up <laughs> yeah it was, was matsy yeah. I'm sure that people call them Matsy. I hate those hockey nicknames. Yeah. Matsy. Didn't they call um, them soup? Soup. Soup, soup. is the. I hate yeah, every, that. Everybody's I hate that. soup. Everybody's Campbell. soup. I hate that they call them soup. It really but, bothers me. Mikheyev was the original soup. Really? Yeah, Why? Because he said he likes soup. Yeah. He said this, they, they asked what the food was like. <laughs> if, you liked, if you liked the food in Toronto, he's like, yes, the soup is okay. I like like, that sounds like that thing from Family Guy where the guy's like, uh, do you remember that episode where Stewie, not Stewie, uh, Brian is talking to that Spanish guy on the on the truck? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He showed the like, like. Yeah, he's like, uh, oh, that's pretty good, except, you know, you don't have to say this pronoun if you want to say that. Oh, so you speak English? No, just that <laughs> sentence and this one explaining it. <laughs> seriously? Oh, okay. Seriously? Okay. <laughs> That's all he knew how to say. Yeah. I like soup. His mother's like, just ask for soup. Okay. Yeah. All right. Trades. All right. So, it's speaking of ding dong leaf fans, 
so my number five, so I'm going like five to one. So five, like one being the worst trade of all time. So five would be Larry Murphy getting dumped to the Red Wings for absolutely nothing. Yeah, that was just like run out of town by the fans. They, he they was run him, out of town by the fans. Did, like, they did him a favor. Right? That was a panic. Oh, sure. Did he win the cup like yeah. twice after that? He won the cup twice. He had five more seasons with, with Detroit. Uh, he was still scoring like an average of like almost 50, 60 points a season. Like he came here and he did exactly what he was doing his whole career. Right? Why, did and, why, did the, why did the fans hate him? I don't know because they're idiots. Like yeah. they just like they just decided like this is the guy that we're going to uh, boo like off the team. Like I, I don't remember why to be honest because I think even back then we were like confused as to what what's he? Why do they hate him so much? Right? And he was a local guy, right? Um, yeah, what was he? He was with the Penguins, I think. Yeah, yeah, that makes right? sense. Um, but anyway, I, so I don't know. It always bothered me. Like they traded him for absolutely nothing. Future consideration that we're still waiting for. So that must that, sting to be traded for future considerations. Yeah, I not think it's, it's, not it's if stung you want when that he. Badly. Yeah. No, he wanted out. Okay, fine. He yeah. probably wanted out. But I mean, like, okay, whatever. Get yeah, I think he's crying his tears of of pain of sorrow into the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah, right? and they 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 didn't trade him to Columbus. Like he went to a he went to a pretty good team. Yeah. Was there a Columbus then? No, I don't so. think so. No, he so would have been, been, so been much much he'd, he'd be there waiting. Yeah. <laughs> we think just, they're going to have a team at some just, point. Just hang out there for five years. It's coming. Yeah. Doug McLean will call you. Or is Doug? Yeah, yeah. Doug McLean yeah. will call you. Doug McLean, he's he's still there. <laughs> he would have he was there at the beginning. So he'll call you once he gets once they get the team. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. For, number four. It's number four. Is this in order? Like, is this in a particular order? Yeah, it's in the order of like uh, least egregious to most egregious. Okay. So the the the, the 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 when I get to one, there's like the absolute worst trade of all time. Because that was pretty egregious. So they they're get, all agree. They're all they bad. Get, they get like, egregious, sir. Yeah. Just think of all the horrific trades, and I've I brought boil it down to these five. Okay. Number right? four. So number four would be when they brought Wendell Clark back. Who did they trade to get him? I remember. So. So the Leafs got uh, Wendell Clark, uh, Matthew Schneider, and uh, DJ Smith, and they they from the Islanders. So he was with the Islanders at the time. The Leafs traded like no big deal. Uh, Sean Haggerty, Darby Hendrickson, which is like who cares? But these are the big two: Kenny Onsen, who was a great defenseman, right? He was yeah. playing really well, and he had a long career with um, with the Islanders after that, and a first round pick. It turned out and to that, be yeah, Roberto Luongo. Roberto Luongo. Oh. It was fourth overall. Like, it's yeah. not even like, forget that it was Roberto Luongo. It was fourth I, overall. I know I've played this a million times, but I think that trade deserves a... Yeah. <laughs> like Kenny Johnson was already good, if I remember. Yeah, he was good. He yeah. was he was a first-round draft pick, from what I remember. For the I mean, I, I have trouble with those, like, first-round picks because they wouldn't have known it was going to be Roberto Luongo. No, but a first-round pick is... You, you know that you've got a very good. You will get an NHL player, except for the Raptors, and you. No, but I'm talking about NHL. Like, you get Rafael Arujo. Yeah, yeah, or or who's that other guy? Andrea, Andrea Bargnani. Yeah, or or Calderon. Was that was that a bad one? He don't think he was drafted. He was signed, and he was, he was also he really signed? good. Yeah, he was useful. Was he? I don't know. Yeah. They, signed yeah, him out of the, they signed him out of the Spanish league. But I've I've very very clearly, I've not hid behind the fact that I know 
dick all about the Raptors. So correct. Anyway, but I remember when that trade happened, people were losing their minds. They were so friggin' excited. Yeah, he comes back. Yeah, he comes Wendell, back. He was very broken, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, I think he scored. I think he scored close to 30 goals or almost 40 goals. But he wasn't year, like, he wasn't fighting anymore, though, I don't think, right? No. No, and and yeah, he was completely broken, and and it, they obviously finished fourth from the bottom to get the fourth overall pick. So, like, what the hell was the point? Right? Yeah, why would you even make that trade? Unless was it a pick for a later year? No, no, no. It was that it was that season? So like it was after that season. So they would have known that a guy like like Luongo was was they would have known who who they're they're potentially trading. Yeah. And why would you make a win now trade if you're because fourth worst? This is when the team was run by idiots. Yeah. I don't know if Cl- well, I, I don't know if Cliff Fletcher was still there or not, or if he was gone. But by what year point. was it? 96. I probably was still Cliff. Or was that? No, that wasn't uh, that idiot. Who's the idiot? Uh, John Ferguson Jr. Uh-huh. That was in the 2000s. No, no, no. He was in the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it could have been. Um, like Cliff Fletcher wasn't all home runs. Like he, he still works there. He, I think he's just like deceased. He's, <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's like Paul Beeson. He just wanders around well, taking I dumps. Think, yeah. I think he's just a, like a confused old man wandering the halls and nobody wants to tell him. He has to be. He's, he's got he's a pocket full of Werther's originals. Jesus. Yeah. Con Smythe was the Leafs GM from 1927 to 1957. Yeah. yeah. It's a long tenure. Yeah, I, I think Howie, Howie, at, Howie Meeker was the GM from May 57 to October 57. Yeah. He had a good run. And then, and then didn't Con Smythe come back? Con, no, uh, Stafford Smythe. Who's, uh, who's Stafford Smythe? His son? I, I don't know. But strong, the, the, strong family names. Yeah. But I'm sure if you look at Montreal, I think it was they, Punch Emlock who kept coming back. Yeah. I, I'm sure if you look at Montreal in the same era, they probably had one GM that whole. Yeah, probably. time too. Cliff right? Fletcher was the GM from uh, '91 to '97, and then Bill Waters was interim. It was uh, Ken Dryden who made that trade '97 to '99. Yeah, so it's Cliff Fletcher that made that trade then, because this was no. in '96. Oh, you said '96. Okay, it yeah, it, it, it was Cliff Fletcher. Yeah, yeah, an odd deal to make. I can't no, believe it was. It was pure fan service. It yeah. was just. It was like the team was was terrible. Apart, so, and, yeah. and they yeah. Let's go get Wendell. Yeah, I get it. Because Fletcher's dead. What are you talking about? Did he well, just uh, die? I'm looking at the uh, the list here. Uh, there's a cross beside certain people. I don't. Well, I saw one beside. No, Pat the Quinn. cross. The cross would be um, um, replaced mid-season. Are you looking at Hockey DB? No, I'm looking on Wikipedia because Ken oh. also has a cross beside him. Isn't that just like a, a footnote to look at the bottom? Yeah, uh, no, I be. think I think Ken Dryden and Cliff Fletcher are he, dead. No, no, he's still alive, eighty-six nope. years old. Lou Lamorello's dead, also. Just so you know. Yeah. So, so um, we have like these. Uh, we should have like an in memoriam. <laughs> we should, like we, like we credits need, going up right now. Cliff we need Fletcher. that with really sad music. Yeah. And then the last one. The last one is just Pat Quinn giving you the finger. Yeah, punching me in the dick. Yeah. Um. Um. I just sorry, like I know you're talking about trades here, but I think what I, this isn't a trade, but I can't believe that John Ferguson Jr. squeezed Pat Quinn out. I just don't understand how that power battle was lost by Pat Quinn. He, it, because the owners made a, a decision above him. They hired a GM. They hired a GM. It was explicitly to push Quinn you, out. Do what like, you got to do. And yet Paul Maurice sitting in the minors. 
well, whatever. Right. And, I mean, and, and I will say, like, I love Pat Quinn, right? Like, Pat Quinn, Pat Burns, and and uh, I think Maurice was a great coach. I like Mark Paul Maurice a lot. I, he, he got totally shafted. Yeah. Um, Those were really right? good teams. Like, I think he had good teams every year. He was only the GM for four years, and he was in the playoffs every year. Yeah. Anyway, okay, next one. We're all we're all done with that one. Well, what so, was it again? What, the Wendell Clark. Trophy. Oh yeah. So we're we're getting into the Hall of Fame territory here of um, terrible trades, and you probably won't remember this one. But so this one was in 08. And this was when Cliff Fletcher came back. I don't know if you remember that, when John yeah. Ferguson Jr. was fired. And signed Jeff Finger. And he came back for, uh, how long was he? Oh, just a few months. It was a few months until they, they brought in uh, Brian Burke. Brian Burke, yeah. His right? job, though, was to tear the team apart. That's all he was supposed to do. Tear okay, and, and, and that he did with the wrong players. And, and so signed he, Jeff Finger. Yeah, Jeff Finger. So he signed Jeff Finger, literally thinking he was somebody else. Wasn't that a mistake? Is that a real yes. story? Even yeah. Jeff Finger was like, I was shocked. I didn't understand <laughs> I, why I, I got this contract. Couldn't, couldn't sign fast enough. Who did he think he was? I don't know. That's the other thing. It's like, <laughs> who did you think you were signing? I don't know. What? I don't know. I can't do like an old man voice. but They asked him right? who he was. And he's like, back in my day, we used to wear a nickel on our belt. Yeah. <laughs> they said, give me five onions for it. Anyway. So, yeah. So he traded um, with St. Louis. He picked up Lee Stempniak. Yep. For Carlo Koliakovo and Alexander Steen. But yeah, okay. Right? Carlo Koliakovo was like always hurt though, wasn't he? He's still he, a good player. He was Steen all right. Steen, 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 was Steen. Steen, Steen became was, a head the cat didn't he become a the captain in St. Louis at some point? Uh, I don't know if he was the captain, but I he was a very so. important player for them. He was well, a big part. Him and Steen Stastny. was Steen was awesome with the Leafs. It was absolutely like like here's a player you thought this is a guy we're gonna have. For a long time, and he was like a legacy yeah. player too, right? Like his, yeah, right, yeah, and 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 uh, yeah, he went on to have a long career with 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 St. Louis, won the cup with them. So he right? traded, he traded like the young people who shouldn't have, should have said, yeah, he traded least them, should have kept, yeah. No, and I will tell you, I remember this clearly because I remember when this went down, and people were, uh, I don't know if it was Fletcher who came out and said, well, Lee Stepniak is a point per game player. I'm like, yeah, he had something like 15 points, 14 games at that point in the season, right? And then he did Dick all after that. Actually, I, let, let me look at I think I have it here in front of me. Stepniak sure. was okay. But... No, he was not okay. He was useless. Like the, the, Yeah, he had, like, in St. Louis, okay, before the trade, he had 13 points in 14 games, right? He came to Toronto. He ended up with 31 points in the next 61 games. Yeah, okay. Which is like his career, because the next season he had thirty points in sixty games, right? Like th- this was absolutely not the guy, yeah, to to trade for, right? Uh, like you think that the the, the like Steen alone should have got you something else or a package, like you're yeah. trading and say what you want about Kuliakovo, but he still scratched out a career after that. Like he he played, I think, for St. Louis. Uh, Buffalo and Detroit, right? He had quite a few seasons. I don't think he could ever do a full season, but he was still a talented player. Yeah, he was. He was fine. Yeah, but you know, uh, interesting story. Like uh, I, I've heard Koliakov say this story a few times, but I think he had like one game to make it to four hundred or something like that. I can't remember. I should look him up. And that's when he played for Detroit, 
and um, what's his name? Uh, Mike Babcock just sat him out. Yeah, it's very Babcock-like. And he did the same thing to Mike Medano. Yeah. Like, I think Mike Medano needed one point to get to 1,200 or something like that. Um, and Babcock just sat him out. Never Babcock, let him get. Yeah. Yeah. In doesn't, Detroit. Doesn't, doesn't like sharing the spotlight. Yeah. Like, the guy just seems like, I don't know. Yeah. But what's the story? They're saying, like, he'll be the next coach in Edmonton? Uh, yeah, I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. yeah, so it's not even points. I've just looked it up. So Mike Medano was sitting on 1,499 games, and Babcock sat him out. Didn't let him get his 1,500 game. He didn't even need a point, just a game. Yeah. And Mike Medano, like, not so, like, like one of the yeah, he's most not respected players. Uh, you know, in the so, NHL. So, so the funny thing though is that, like, with the, with the Jeff Finger thing, I think they, they, I'm reading that they thought he was a guy named Kurt Sawyer, who also so, sucked. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> right, and like Jeff Finger played one season with the Leafs, was waived, went to the Marlies, played half of two seasons, and then never played again. That sounds right. So that guy won the lottery, though. Like, good for him. Yeah, he got his money, and, and he, but yeah, he. Any contract you would have signed immediately. Yeah. No, but it was like I think it wasn't it like a four-year contract. It's a four-year contract. Four, yeah. Four, Three million dollars. Yeah. A Three million a season or something. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he's he's not asking any questions. Yeah. It was like he's like uh, like your agent calls. You got to go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, but the the agent even picked up the phone. It's like uh, this is Cliff Fletcher, and he's and he's like looking around. He's like he's like who is this? Yeah. <laughs> So, so here's the worst free agent signings in NHL history. I just like how number one, Jeff Finger, Toronto Maple Leafs. Number two, uh, uh, number two, David Clarkson, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, you know, you yeah. Should, like you can you can save that for another episode. Yeah, no, I just think it's we, funny. We can, we, we can easily do like like right. another like worst free agent signing. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to get into it. I just think it's funny that the Leafs were like number one and number two. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, is David Clarkson related to Kelly Clarkson? I think he, she's, sure. he's, yeah, they're, what? Yes. Yep. Great. The yeah. answer is yes. Yes. All right. All right. Then go on. What's your next trade? Did you so, already go on to the next one while I was looking up? Jeffing? No, I didn't go on. Any next yeah, one. we're done. It's tomorrow now. All right. Yeah. So this one, I think th- this one's quite epic. So back in 89, the Leafs traded their first round pick. Eight to odd the, nine. Yeah. Eight odd nine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to use that. <laughs> so in 809? Like, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So they traded their first round pick to the Devils for Tom Curvers. So Tom Curvers was a center. He was okay. Like, uh, like he was a decent player. Didn't he Not worth the first all the time? round pick. Didn't what? Didn't he have like a growing injury or something like that? I don't know why I yeah, remember he, that. Yeah, he had. He, yeah, he didn't play much. He was injured a lot. Um, but that's not the problem. The problem was the Leafs were. I, I don't know why it sticks out that he had a crotch injury, but yeah, I don't know why that sticks out, and this the rest of the story doesn't because not the that Leafs, first puck, yeah, that pick. the Leafs were horrific that season, and we're gonna we're we're in danger of finishing last overall. Were it were it not for Ooh. I think it was the the Sharks. Wasn't that like 1980 through 1997 or 95? Yeah, basically, yeah, but but do you know who the first round pick or the first overall pick was that season? I do. Eric Lindros. Oh yeah. Right. So I, I remember I, I, and he would have he would have signed. Yeah. Yeah. You, and yeah, well obviously, right? Wait a sec. Um, they traded start over. I didn't I never knew this story. They traded the first round pick to Quebec for Tom Curvers. Okay. 
Stay it again. Put, like, put your listening ears on. Let's try this again. First round pick to Jersey. So what did that have to do with Tom Eric Curvers? He would have been, if they had finished last overall. Oh, I get it now. They would have had the first overall pick. There was no lottery back then. So if uh, you finished last, you forgot the first overall pick. Well, right? Understood. But Quebec it, finished last. And wasn't that pick Scott Niedermeyer? And that pick ended up being Scott Niedermeyer, who's uh, yeah, probably which like just the best defenseman yeah. of yeah. this generation. I thought you said it was Eric Lindros. Eric no. could have been Eric Lindros, but Quebec was worse. Oh, okay, sorry. But the, what's the Niedermeyer part here? He the was the one drafted with that pick. Was third or was it fourth? Oh, okay. I understand now. I, yeah, so I think it ended up being fourth, fourth overall or yeah, third and overall. And, it was, because... and, they, they, and they took Niedermeyer. Yeah, oh, they, they didn't finish last. They didn't. Okay, I get it. Now. They didn't finish last, but they were in danger all season. They were like close to finishing last. And I remember um, fans in New Jersey were buying Lindros jerseys and wearing them, right? Because then they were saying, thank you, Toronto. Right, for, yeah. Were teams not smart enough to tank back then when there was no lottery? No, but I think that, no, that's exactly what Quebec did. Quebec tanked for like four years in a row and they got, um, they got Sakic, Sundin, uh, Owen Nolan, like they had a stacked team. Right? Yeah, like, they did. And and that it all came to fruition the year before the year they went after. to Colorado. The year after. No, no, no. They were like a hundred some point team. Yeah, but they won the they cup. Went. They won the cup I the know. next year. Yeah. And they and but you know what? What's funny is that uh, they won the cup in large part because they were able to get Patrick Croix, right? Which they yeah. never would have got if they were still in Quebec. Yeah. But that team was awesome. Like that team in Quebec. I think finished with like 110 points or something. I don't know. I, I, think, was, I think they could have tried them. Well, no, they, he was a trade. He wasn't a free agent signing. It was he was a trade. trade. And Montreal is not trading Patrick. No, no, no. I know. Back. I know. But I mean, if he was a free agent, I bet you he would have gone as a fuck you to. Yeah, for sure. Canadians. Who was their goaltender? Who? For that, for that, the last Nordiques team. I don't know. Ron Tugnut. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to say Tugnut. Um, I don't know. Talk amongst yourselves and I'll let you was, know in a minute. Was it Hextel? May have been. It could be. It could. It may have been. Uh, let's see, Sakic. Let me look up Sakic, and then I'll, I'll find that team. Um, to fill fill the space. Don't. Uh... Well, we're waiting on you. It's your. It's your. Segment. Yeah, I'm looking it up. So <laughs> you asked a question. Well, maybe that was maybe we, maybe be prepared next time for yeah. any eventuality. Have every goaltender for the last hundred years on the Quebec 94, Nordiques. 94, 95 Quebec Nordiques. Is that what it was? Yeah, uh, so their their goal I have the whole thing. Wendell Clark was on that team. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they they just they traded Sundin. for uh, Sundin. It was uh, Jocelyn Thibault and Stéphane Fisset and Garth Snow and Garth Snow, third goalie and Ron Tugnet. C'est bon. Who's that? Thibault. Where'd he go? Thibault, he became like a born again Christian, and uh, oh no, different guy, different guy. Oh yes, that Thibault. he was he a born in, again. He, he was a he, he ended up with the Canadians. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, He's and then the, the Blackhawks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, like just just a horrific, horrific trade, right? Like, yeah. and I think everybody even knew at the time. They're like, whoa, why, why? No. Oh, so like... do we know off the top? Lindros went first overall. Yeah. yeah. Niedermeyer, we think, went fourth. What draft was I, that? I know, 1996? Yeah, five? I know Pat. I think Pat Falloon went second. Pat yeah. With, San, with Jose. San, Jose. San Jose. Yeah, he was there. That's for sure, because he was their first pick ever. Yeah, and then uh, I can't remember who the third old is, that, is it 96? 89. 89. Yeah. He was the draft in 89? 
I guess that makes sense. Um, but yeah, if actually, if you ever want to get into it, if you ever remember the Lindros story, like it's no, 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 crazy. it was not eighty nine. It was not eighty nine. Well, it was ninety. Matt Sandin was the first overall pick in eighty nine. Yeah, okay. 90, 90. Sorry, it was eighty nine, ninety. So he was drafted was ninety one. So it's a ninety one draft. Ninety one. Owen Nolan was the first overall by the Nordiques. Wow, they got the first overall three years in a, three years in a row. Yes, isn't that what I just said? I wasn't listening to anything you were saying. <laughs> It was Eric Lindros, Pat Falloon, Scott Niederborough, Scott Niedermeyer. Scott Niederborough? Yeah, it's Niederborough. And then Scott Lachance. Yeah, all right. So we went third. And then Aaron Ward. Peter Forsberg went sixth. To the Nordiques. No. Yeah, to, no Phil- to Philadelphia. To Philadelphia. Oh, to Phil- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was tra- that was part of the trade. Yeah. That was the last like, trade. That's, yes. that's one day. Like, I want to revisit that one day because the whole Eric Lindros trade is insane. Yeah, because I don't know if you remember, he was traded to two teams. He was traded to uh, the Rangers and Philadelphia. I don't and, remember that. Oh yeah, there was a whole. They had to go to arbitration, and the arbitrator had to had to figure out which team actually got him. So how, I, did, how did Quebec do that? It beats the fuck out of me. I don't understand how they were. Could they completed trades to two separate teams? And I think there was a dispute that came out of that. The Rangers said they got him, and Philadelphia said they got him. You know, the Leafs well, didn't have a pick until the third round that year. Yeah. yeah. That like, was, it was Yannick Perot, who actually turned out to be not ba- okay. That's not a bad third round pick. Yeah, yeah except, except he never played. So that whole, like, wait, he didn't, he came back to the Leafs. They, they ended up getting rid of him, and he had a decent career somewhere else, and then they brought him back. Yeah, I remember that, oh, too. Oh, is that what it is? And I think they brought him back three times. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, like, it was like the... Um, well, I don't know. Will probably doesn't know, but but we, but we have this gift that we gift each other every Christmas. Like we've been the keeping, cologne. No, it's a it's a ceramic deer. Oh yeah. So oh we, yeah, 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 yeah. We've been passing it around for uh, a long. I'd time. say like fifteen years now, right? So that's yeah, if not more, I don't even know. Um, so that was Yannick Perot to the to the to to the Leafs. It was like the gift that kept on giving. Yeah, I remember but, coming back a few times. Yeah. But a little less every time. But anyway, that that you know, that sent the franchise back quite a ways. Yeah, it's yeah. funny to go through these old draft picks just to see if there's anybody who was good drafted like way. Well, there way, always uh, was. You always yeah. found like there's always like is. I think Doug Gilmore was like an eighth round pick or something. Andreas Johnson, Johansson, Johansson. Sorry, that was very like. Anyway, okay. What's the next one? Number two. No, this is number one. This is the worst. I'm on my. I'm on the fifth. Have you done four? Yep. I thought you only did three. Well, yeah, well, I've done four. Right. Well, you want to recap? Let's let's just a quick recap. Yeah, let's have a right? top a top hits. Right. So I, I started with uh, Larry Murphy for nothing. Yep. Right. Then there was the Wendell Clark trade. The first time they brought him back, when when that pick could have been Luongo. Right. Right. Um, then there was the Lee Stepniak trade. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. See, you're, you forgot about it. I've already moved on from Stepniak. Right. And then, and then now the first round pick for Curvers. And now, worst trade of all time. And I, I will music. stand by this. I don't know. Do you have music? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Soundboard? James is on Pornhub right now. What, what music should I play for the I, last I, overall pick? It'd be super creative here. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's hang on here. Um, I'm stressed now. What do you want me to do? How about, what was it? Ambient, how about, how about just rain? listening? 
no, this no, thing no, would no. be a good start. No, I don't think so. Here, let's just see what let's just see what this is. That'll do. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> Joe's slow jams. I'm putting on. I feel. I feel like I don't even know what to do with. You're getting all sweaty. I, oh my god! <laughs> all right. So worst overall pick. Uh, worst overall trade. Worst. I will stand by this. You can argue with me all you want. In 2006, our Lord and Savior, John Ferguson Jr., traded with Boston. Yes. For Raycroft. Yes. I was, oh, yeah. he ask traded, this was on your the list. Goalie. He and, traded a goalie for him. Yes. He traded Rask. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the reason I'm so adamant about this one is because the Leafs are still paying for this trade to this day. Fucking yeah. Raycroft, uh, Rask is still in the league. He's coming back this weekend. I don't know if you, he, you he, heard He signed that. with Providence, yeah. yeah. But, he's, but, and he'll but, be playing with Boston. He's been a ridiculously amazing goalie for 15 but, years. Sorry to, sorry to cut you off. I just want to say that I just noticed there was a better sound than the porno music. <laughs> that may have been better than the porno music, but I still... Oh, no, no, you made the right do call. I, yeah. Do, okay, do, do you want to do, do it again and we'll edit this in post? Yeah, let's do it again. Hold on here. Let's... <laughs> I'm not doing it again. <laughs> anyway, I will just say, like, like, it, what's been the Leafs' number one problem? Yeah. Probably since 2006, goaltending. Every year they've been scrounging, looking for a goalie. It's never been the problem, right? They they went through Toscala. What was uh, Toscala before or after Raycroft? Uh, was that? It was that before or after he managed the Blue Jays. Toscala managed the Blue Jays. Oh, that's Tosca. Sorry. Oh, to- yeah. Wow. <laughs> Carlos Tosca. Is that a reach? See, I need the soundboard so I can start putting like Womp Womp song sounds on you. Can't go wrong with a Chinese gong. No. <sighs> you can't What's do that. that? <laughs> it's, it's the... that, was, that was Joel's soul leaving, soul leaving his body. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was... it's, this, it's this thing. I don't know. You can't represent this in audio, but it's it's this. You know when um, uh, Stephen Keaton gets so angry at his kids, yeah. <laughs> and he's just rubbing his face like that. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I, I am still angry about this trade. It is like the stupidest, worst trade just because of its long-lasting repercussions. Like literally to this day, like it, it, that you wouldn't even be talking about Campbell if they had Rask still. Wouldn't have had a problem last year, or a year before, or any year, right? Was Raycroft the guy who had to use like? Did he use two blockers? I I don't remember that. I think I blocked Raycroft out of my mind. There was a goaltender, and I can't remember if it was Raycroft or somebody else playing at the same time. And he had like a disability where he couldn't like close his gloved hand. I don't think that was Raycroft. I don't remember Raycroft having any kind of disability. I remember the thing with Ray. I remember at the time. The big debate, you know, kind of justifying the trade and that because he, he he'd won rookie of the year, right? And I think this was he'd done two or three seasons in the league. And I remember playing Boston and not being afraid of this guy. Like he just didn't seem like that good of a goalie. I think he just had like a lucky streak for a couple of seasons or whatever. Anyway, and then they trade for him and they're saying, Well, look, you're getting a future goalie, a very young goalie, and you're only losing like I think maybe he was three years older than than Rask. So he goes, yeah. you're getting a goalie now and you don't have to worry about, you know, Rask is still 
years away, if anything, if you'll ever be anything. And I remember Rask was, I think, the number one goalie prospect in hockey. And the Leafs had him, right? Anyway, I'm just, I'm still angry about that trade. It's Dan Blackburn, and I don't know why I would relate that to anything. Okay, well. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's no Derek Cooper. Yeah, Dan Blackburn played with two blockers. Didn't he have like some kind of nerve problem? I remember. I... Some something, yeah. Um, he couldn't use a glove because of injury. Yeah, I remember he had some kind of nerve. I, anyway, whatever. Anyway, those those that's my top five. Now, after hearing that, is there one that jumps out at you that I didn't I was, think of? I was going to ask if the Raycroft Rask was in your list, and I'm oh, glad it was like not... I was like hanging on to that one like great yeah. death. Glad it was number one. So this concludes the Joe segment of... To get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Is, is that what you've been working on for like 10 minutes? Aren't, Absolutely. Aren't, aren't you the one with the weekly rant segment? Yeah, that's um, that's gonna be. I think we should, we need that. I think we need that one in there to start off the rant segments. I, I think um, what's his name Costanza his saying that thing before. Um, what do you call it before Festivus is much better. I got a lot of problem I, with you people. <laughs> I'm gonna let you know about better. it. I think it's true. I think also we also need an apology sound so I can apologize for the crappiness of uh, of this episode. Wow. I don't know. I, th- I thought my segment was pretty good, but no, it was. It wasn't. Screw, screw you guys. It was poor, and you can go to hell. So Toscala was after Raycroft. What's that? Toscala was after Raycroft. Yeah, I, I, that's what I said. That's what I'm saying. They've been on an endless quest for a goalie, right? They, it was Raycroft. Uh, sorry, uh, after Raycroft, it was Toscala. Then it was um, uh, Bernier. Then it Bernier. was. What did Bernier say at that fundraiser? What did he say? There was something he was at a yeah, fundraiser. About for... Nelson Mandela being a hockey player. Could, yeah, whenever he's on the ice, we recognize his skill. Yeah, what he said. And, well, and, then, and then so they, they traded Toscala and then Jason Blake to Anaheim for J.S. Jaguar. So it's yeah. just one goalie, goalie mayhem was, after that, goalie mayhem. Yeah, but that was a salary dump. That was more about getting Jason Blake off. Oh, we need yeah. that too. Mayhem, mayhem, mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's soon. This is not going to be a show anymore. It's just going to be sound clips. Hey, you told me you wanted a soundboard. <laughs> you know the consequences. Um, um, yeah, they, uh, Jason Blake was a, was a terrible signing, and then that was that was just that was a gift, right, to get him. Yeah. To, so, to Anaheim. So I, I've. Uh, was that it? Unless you've got trades that came to your mind as I came up with this, no, that, no, no, that you think are worse than it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It's because I just read the last thing in the in the in this in the um, outline that Will sent, and I I didn't read it before, and I did not know that Snow has a commercial on Toronto Radio for snow removal. That's and not we, true. No, we need full credit for that because it popped up two weeks at, or like a week after we talked about snow. So, so I mean, somebody is- somebody has heard our podcast and said we got to dig this guy out. And yes, he is doing a commercial. I've heard it on 680 News, and I've heard it on the Fan 590. And it is a commercial that he does, and I think it's with John Tory. And it talks about snow removal in Toronto during the winter. 
And okay, but is Snow- he doing his horrible accent? Like his yes, yes, and he's just accent? yeah, and he's talking. How will about, I ever find that? Like, there's no I way don't I can know. find this. I don't know if it's on YouTube or. How do you even look for it? Like Snow commercial. Like, like I, I don't know, I, but it exists. You just need to listen to the Fan Five Ninety, and yeah, he he start he's doing his like horrible snow rap, and he's talking about plowing sidewalks with the little tractors, and it's just, it's like they paid him in meth, and he has resurfaced, and he they, is working for the city of Toronto. They paid him in meth. Yeah, it's. Well, uh, I mean, whatever. We can all look for it, but it's I'm gonna, it's, I'm gonna it's, be it's, looking for this there. all night. How, like again, like it's it's just a tricky one to to search for. I must see this, but we do deserve credit for this. Why are we not getting paid for this? We we brought snow back to the forefront single handedly, and by the forefront we mean not at all. I have nothing to do with it. It was pure coincidence. We have, we have nothing to do with it, and and I don't even think he's getting paid in meth. I think he's getting paid in like Swiss chalet coupons. Free, not even free, free rent. I I I'm of the opinion that he doesn't even know he was on a commercial. No, he doesn't. He thinks he thinks he was recording his next hit. He was just some homeless guy they were talking to. <laughs> some homeless guy he was they were talking to. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is there, we didn't talk about the Raptors at all today. Do we need to talk about them a little bit? And scene. They've had a little bit of a resurgence. They won again today. That's like five or six games in a row. No? I've, I found it. You did? Where did you find it? Don't play uh, it. Send I used, it to me. I used the Google. Send it to me. That's going to be our closing for this episode. And you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome, Snow. Because, because of us, 20 more people, 17 more people. Are going to hear this? Well, not really. Um, I guess just, like the the one the t- who gets to the end. The title of the article is good enough. Is it? What is it? Yeah, City of Toronto's PSA forecast calls for snow. <laughs> Ayo! <laughs> and let us inform you. Yeah, it's even yeah. better. That was the it's, subtitle or whatever. He's, he's going to lick your boom boom down. Let us informer you. It was it recorded live at the East Detention Center, which the, is the Eaton Center. Is, which is featured prominently in his hit single, yeah. Informer. It was it was recorded at the Eaton Center because he works part time at Mrs. Fields. <laughs> part time. <laughs> no, he works at the uh, he works at the ghost station at the uh, the uh, cheesecake place. <laughs> you know what's funny? I I don't think I've ever bought anything from Mrs. Fields ever. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's on that note. Yeah. All right. Anything else to talk about today? I just clicked on the link. So yeah, the the, the thirty second commercial is there at the bottom. That's tremendous. I will uh, I will play that at the end of the episode. So everybody who's listening at this point, don't <laughs> stick with us. Just just hang on for another five minutes, please, please. All right. Anything else, guys? Uh, I don't know. I guess not. All right. I will not use the soundboard again today. I will let it cool off because it's burning hot right now. I think I think my choice of the song for. Uh, for uh, the final, uh, the final bad trade, or the final bad trade was uh, made up for everything else. I would say that was it was yeah, that was okay. a win. All right, thanks guys. Go away. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey Snow, tell them about the city of Toronto's residential snow clearing program. No snows in the city, we saw trees right away, so you can stay safe and go about your day. Then we'll keep an eye on the snow, uh uh, fall. So no, 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 no worries, you don't need to call, cause when the snow reaches eight centimeters tall.
We'll be coming round your way with the plow. Visit toronto.ca slash snow for more information.